So, Santa, did you bring me any presents? I'm... I'm not the real one. I just work in the department store down the road. Oh, I thought you were. You're very pretty to be working in a place like this. Oh, I'm not really a model. I'm a dancer. A dancer? Yeah, you want to see? Is that it? What do you expect? Flash dance? I, I didn't know... I didn't know what to expect. It's my first time in this sort of place. Me too. Really? You see, I live with my mother. So do I. <laughs> I don't think my mother would understand. Does your mother know you work here? She ought to. She owns it. I'm just filling in. Oh, for another girl? No, for my mother. <laughs> Look, can't we... Yes? Can't we get rid of this glass and, and then... Well, you know. Oh, no. That would be breaking the law. Besides, who knows what you might get up to. All those kiddies sitting on your knee all day. I'd love to have you sitting on my knee. Would you? Do you like me on your knee all bouncing and raring to go? Do you like your hands all over me, caressing me? Oh, yes. If you want to see any more, cost you another five. Dice up two big toes, add a tongue and then saute. Dice a round red nose, roast a rump fillet. One juicy pumping heart whets my appetite. When I get hungry, I run out and slay someone tonight. Finger food, finger food, munch a thumb today. Oh, what a treat it is to eat the neighbors on Christmas Day. Seasons Bleedings, and welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford. And this is Tony the Tiger, the Thunder from Down Under. Merry Christmas, Tony. Ho, ho, ho. It's so sweet of you to spend this special day with me instead of... To drag myself away from the eggnog and... Yeah. Watch some jolly British Christmas romp. Romp. You always Romp. use that word when you hate the movie. <laughs> well, this time I mean it. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, mm. okay, I wouldn't say hate. <laughs> uh, well, hate is a strong word. We're, we're, it's just, it's not very good. We will say that. It's not good. Well, I'm a fan and, of cheese, but even this was a bit too much. <laughs> well, at least we have Caroline Monroe. Yes. 
for about two minutes. So that's the saving grace. And, um, but uh, I always find this time of year to be a challenge when it comes to finding the right Christmas movie to do. And I like to be original. And I, while I don't believe I was 100% original with this one, because certainly other podcasts have focused their Christmas episode on this particular pile of genius, um, it's not that... Uh, widely Yeah, I've never seen it before. Um, yeah, I find that Christmas movies, they're either very popular or very bad. So, <laughs> Well, I was considering going back to the well um, and doing the original Silent Night, Deadly Night because I had as bonus as bonuses parts one and two from my B-movie Bonanza days, but everybody does Silent Night, Deadly Night and especially Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 because of how ridiculously awful it is. Yep, yep. So, well, I, I did yeah. I did suggest Mother, but people might not consider that a Christmas movie. <laughs> Nor a horror. So. Mm, mm. Well, I don't know all that much about it, but from what I do know, I don't think I would like it very much. <laughs> No, I would gamble with that as well. Yeah. I'm one of the few that liked it. <laughs> I knew a few people who liked it. Which I, which doesn't make taste. me a better person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so we are going to get into all of the Christmas goodness momentarily, but I would like to get the plugs quickly out of the way. I'm sure a lot of people out there have gotten Amazon gift cards mm. from Santa Claus this year. So why not go to Amazon.com and check out some of my books by typing in Brandon Ford. You can also subscribe to my author page to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release. And you can pick up my titles in Kindle, paperback, and hardcover editions. If you prefer audiobooks, you can go to audible.com and check out my titles there. You can also subscribe to my Audible profile, whatever it's called. If you uh, don't already, please follow the Blind Rage Podcast Instagram. Uh, you can find that easily. And if you don't already, please follow me on both. Twitter and Letterboxd at Brandon Ford and you, Mister. I am on Twitter at, at Madonna Horror and I'm on Letterboxd at Tony underscore the underscore Bear. Sorry, I was a bit distracted because my fur kids are like um trying to eat a cardboard box, <laughs> so I'm just watching them <laughs> trying to get at it. Not again. <laughs> well, at least this oh. one's trash and they won't ring it inside. <laughs> Well, we still want don't want them digesting cardboard. That's that rough. It's good. No, I'm sure they. Oh, I'm sure God. they won't get too far with it. It's kind of wedged in there. I think they do these things just so that you'll come out. Yeah. And stop them. They're doing it for so. attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod eighty one at gmail dot com. Um, 
If you haven't already, please stop by the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page to like and subscribe. Um, last and most importantly, please don't forget to stop by... No, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Blind Rage Podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. I completely fucking forgot to run this by you again. Mm-hmm. But you don't happen to have that thing handy that I wanted you to read? I don't believe so. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to do that another time. Because you don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No. <laughs> I might have it handy. What, do you want me to read? Or shall we leave that for another time? I think we should probably leave it for another time since you don't know what it is and you don't know where to find it and you don't... You just... You don't know. Yeah. yeah. You don't know. Because you don't... You write, you write notes to remember things, but then you discard oh, said yeah, notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I just chucked it out this morning, but... <laughs> And then you that that this thus defaulting the purpose. So, um, in the spirit of Xmas, I have a a, a nice red bean bag. Mmm. <laughs> and in the in the spirit of Madam Xmas, I'm wearing an eye patch. Ah. <sighs> um, <laughs> So we are going over to Recent Reviews Corner, and we are going to to uh, talk about what we've watched recently. Yes. As always, you have the honors, mister. Well, in, in keeping with the season, I uh, recently watched um, the RuPaul drag Tacular The Bitch Who Stole Christmas, uh, which was silly and fun. <laughs> Is that a movie? Yes. Uh, it has um, this uh, big city reporter being sent to a small town to investigate a story about how they put on a big Christmas show. It's all very cliche, but, you know, tongue-in-cheek. The, a lot of uh, spot-the-cameo drag queens, so um, if you're a fan of the drag show uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, give it a go. And the other movie... There's Rue in it? Yeah, and there was like a bit of trivia, which I think was not true, but it still could be, that um, like every scene that RuPaul is in was green screened and they had like cue cards in the corner. But there were some scenes where I'm quite sure they were in, like with people. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Well, the- when he did um, Star Booty, he did have a script, but he didn't stay true to it at all and he didn't make it mandatory for the cast to so yeah he just improvised a lot of it I don't think Rue is one for memorizing lines yeah <laughs> but maybe they ha- he had to for this particular yeah, yeah, yeah. endeavor no well I, I feel that in a lot of the scenes their, their eyes are to the side of the character where I could imagine cards are being held so uh, I could mm. very much believe that um and the other movie I watched is an old action sci-fi, well, it's less sci-fi, but more action, called Deja Vu with Denzel Washington, which, um, Vale, uh, what's his name, Tony Scott, uh, a fine movie, but, uh, again, a bit, a bit shallow, 
you know, it, it's just it, it's just one of the it, it's a movie about a there's a terrorist act and um, there's a group of scientists who have like the ability to look back in time four days and they get Denzel Wash Denzel Washington's character to investigate it to um, try catch the killer the the criminal. And, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. That sounds awful. <laughs> But then again, so do most of the movies Matt makes you watch. I made him watch it. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind. Like, I didn't mind giving it a rewatch, but it's not in my top tier of movies to watch. But I, I didn't mind to watch it. I don't mind those, like, Enemy of the State style actions. <sighs> None for me, thanks. <laughs> and what have you been watching? Um, sorry, I feel like I'm gonna go with Joan Crawford. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Um, see, it's a good thing that um, the the children don't wear bells or anything because you could hear them jangle violently while you're beating them <laughs> with a hairbrush. Um, as far as recent views for me. Uh, first one was purely a just because I really didn't care about seeing it I never didn't want to see it I wasn't expecting anything I went in with the lowest possible expectations therefore I was not disappointed so I watched Pet Cemetery Bloodlines which was the prequel to the 2019 oh. remake um, which did not deserve a sequel, prequel, requel, or any kind of additional treatment because it was awful. Um, but this one is set 30 years before Antics, but it's set, in, so it's set in 1969, and it's all about Judd, um, and, uh, um, his wife and how their plans to leave Ludlow and um, the uh, Timmy Baderman character who I don't remember how big his character was in the remake because I only watched the remake once and it was terrible um, but I just remember Timmy Baderman from the original was he was his character um, went to Vietnam and he was killed and his father you know buried him in the pet cemetery and he came back all crazy yeah um so his it, it deals with him a lot and <laughs> i thought this was interesting um because it is a modern movie with modern actors who are not from the 1960s um, there's one scene where the main guy who plays Judd, I think he's in his underwear or he just got out of the shower or something. And there's another uh, character who he uh, he gets into the house. I forget the scenario. He comes in or something and Judd doesn't know what's going on, so he tackles him. And the friend says, it's me. Get, get off me. Why are you sexy? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> because yeah back in those days people you know just you're the layman 
who weren't models or anything really didn't care about mm. their physique. Um, so I guess he was in pretty good shape. I can't tell you what he looked like, but he must be must have looked good. Yep, yep. Um, so all in all, uh, very much a forgettable movie, much like the remake. So I don't think I will be revi- revisiting that one. Well, I don't even think I realized that there was a sequel, <laughs> a prequel. Sorry, <laughs> so it was it was not for, even is it um, forgettable Paramount Plus. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and the other movie I watched was from 2018, and it was a Canadian production called Look Away. And it had the lead actress I never heard of, um, but Mira Sorvino was in it. Oh, okay. Um, as was Jason Isaacs. Um, rest of the cast I wasn't familiar with, but it um, it kind of follows the. Um, template of the Carrie type high school outcast who doesn't have any friends and is sort of bullied and is just very unhappy and um, although this one takes more of an artistic route than a lot of those kinds of movies do it's not basically a a paint by number type uh, outcast gets revenge type plotline. Um, so what happens is the main girl, her name is Maria, and like I said, she's not very happy with her life, or she doesn't really have any friends, or the one friend that she does have really, she's more of a friend to me, which is a term I really don't want to use. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and um, her father is a plastic surgeon so he is uh superficial and in that he you know is telling her you should do your hair and you should put makeup on he even demands that she put makeup on you could be really pretty if you want to be <laughs> that's other thing <laughs> mm. well they're driving home uh in one in one uh, scene and he says, uh, your birthday, your 18th birthday is coming up in a couple months. Um, would you like your present early? And she says, yeah. And he takes her into his office and he says, basically, I can give you a nip here and a tuck here and I can make you beautiful. And I was like, ugh. That's so just wretched. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of puts her over the edge a bit and she's somewhat delusional and she sees another version of herself in the mirror and she's like where did you come from this other version of herself who goes by the name Aram which is Maria backwards Um, she says I've been here as long as you have and this is a different version of herself who is more assertive and confident and um, murderous we'll say so they end up switching places and Maria uh, goes into the opposite side of the mirror and Aram takes her place 
and kind of writes all the wrongs that have happened with classmates and her father and things like that. Um, it was good. I liked it. And um, the acting was really good. And I thought it was it was well written. Uh, my main gripe was it with it was that it was a little bit slow and a little bit long. I thought mm -hmm. it could have easily been a 90 minute movie, but it was like more uh, hour 45, yeah, 47, yeah. something like that. Um, but um, yeah, uh, and oh, God, I, th I forget the other title, but I like the other title more. I think the other title was like Mirror Mirror. <laughs> no, it was like the other side of the glass or okay. something like that. That was a um, horror movie in the eighties, wasn't it? Mirror, mirror. Oh, yes. Mirror. Okay. There are several movies called Mirror, Mirror, and we've had this discussion. Okay. And there's four of those Mirror, Mirror movies. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, so yeah, it's called Look Away from 2018, and it's for free on Tubi if anybody wants to check it out. I like I said, it's not a perfect movie, but I do. I did enjoy it, so I recommend if yeah. you want to check it out. With that being said, do you have your jingle bells strapped on tightly? Yes. Oh, good. Because we are going to get into this joyous holiday romp <laughs> known as Don't Open Till Christmas. So... Are we ready? I'm ready to open. Okay. I'm You're unwrapping. Going to begin. Okay, settle. We're going to begin to an open till Christmas in three, two, one, play. It's a very mm. jolting start. It just starts out of nowhere. <laughs> Ugh, and it's. Ugh, I hate that. I hate when a character is introduced and he or she comes on screen with the line, Sorry I'm late. Ugh. <laughs> You're not so, sorry. So cliche. Would it be better if he said, You're late? Or where the fuck have you been, yeah. cunt? <laughs> Don't you have a watch? Well, yeah, I mean, they kind of, <laughs> they kind of did that in a, a weekend at Bernie's when um, Andrew McCarthy was meeting Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy was late. And, and instead of Andrew McCarthy saying, sorry, I'm late, Jonathan Silverman held up his watch and said, does this look like 10 or does this look like 1030? <laughs> Which is a hell of a lot better. Yeah. So something like that would have been good. Yeah. Oh, well, they're fucking in a Volvo. What do you expect? Mm, mm. Well, I think that line is the least of this movie's problem. <laughs> it started off bad and just stayed there. Is that what you say? It just yeah. <laughs> and then we, but then we had Carolyn Monroe. So yeah. Now, why did they have the lights on in the car? Really? So the camera would be able to pick them up. Well, now you're thinking filmically. Um. <laughs> uh, this movie went through fucking four directors. Yeah. And it took them two years to finish it. Oh, God. 
Um, I don't think you can tell that there's been that many directors. Not that I would know what to really <laughs> look up for. I guess well, they're, I they're mean, all on par with each other. Like it. It's not a very stylish yeah. movie. So it's not something that uh, you would think that the director had uh, put... Any of the directors, rather, had yeah. left their fingerprints yes. on. Um, though I'm saying that, I found... Um, uh, a lot of the characters sort of just came and went kind of forgettably. Mm-hmm. Well, except for a couple. I mean, there, there, there are a few who are integral to the plot. Yeah. The rest are just disposable. Even though the story doesn't make it seem as such. And I think a lot of that had to do with the director who came on to finally finish the movie rewrote about half of it. Okay. Um, and they did a bunch of reshoots and he added the, um, uh, what was his name? Alan, Alan, the character Abbuck played by Alan. Oh, uh, okay. I should, re I should really remember his name because he, unfortunately, killed himself after this movie was finished. Smithy. And I'm hoping it had nothing to do with this movie. No. Um, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, I did read that a lot of the uh, stuff that was shot was reshot. Like, anyway, so it's almost like a wash. Well, yeah. Um, because it the, the original cut of the movie didn't have a cohesive storyline so the final director whose again name is escaping me um uh, he tried to make it cohesive he tried to make it somewhat um have this reason for being yeah it seemed like someone uh, had the idea of killing santa clauses and then they try to make a story around that well this is a dick randall movie and, and Dick Randall is known for exploitation and trash and sleaze cinema. And he was also, um, he also uh, was uh, one of the producers of Slaughter High. Um, yeah. And because of that, you'll notice that there, there's a handful of, of actors from Slaughter High in this, including um, Caroline and uh, Kelly Baker. She plays the... The, the the prostitute, the I phone, guess. The picture, the, the one who's behind the glass, yeah, yeah, or, or the screen. No, and she's American, oh, believe okay. it or not. Yeah. And it's weird because her she does kind of sound British in this, and in Slaughter High, there the cast is comprised primarily of British actors trying to do American accents poorly. Yeah. So you would think that she would be one of the British actors trying to sound American, but she actually is American. Mm. Maybe that's so, who they were fashioning their accents off of, and that's why they came mm, off so bad. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe she just had spent too much time in the UK by the time they had done Slaughter High. Yeah. Um, 
I hear we're about to have a grisly murder. Murder. I, I was glad that the second murder came quite quickly. I was expecting it to go quite slow. And then like, oh, well, we've yeah, got another kill. With movies, with movies like this having to deal with police procedurals, they generally do. You don't, you don't get like the next murder until like the halfway mark. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the new director was trying to um, keep the audience's attention. Well, I thought that first murder could have been left out. This could have just been the first, the opener. Yeah, I mean, the first murder really isn't of any consequence. No. Um, so it could have just started with the credits. And, um, yeah, uh, and I, yeah, I guess, I guess that, um, having a killer who is killing Santa Clauses was something of a unique concept since the killer Santa Claus theme had been done to death. Done, well, I don't know <laughs> if it had been done to death yet. Yeah. But it had been done a bunch of times yeah, by yeah. this point. It was it was a novel um, change of you know victim. It wasn't enough to make the movie compelling. No, um, unfortunately. Like I was thinking, how uh, like with a lot of um, uh, I couldn't remember the, the word for it, but like with a lot of Dario Argento movies, they're called. Um, it's not anti-feminist. It's uh, like they treat women badly. Um, mm-hmm. And like he was saying, yeah, but that, that like he tends to prefer to kill women because they're better, like they, they've got better yeah. death scenes. And I found that like a lot of the male death scenes were kind of uninteresting. <laughs> there was one that there was probably just one that was a bit interesting, but yeah, the rest were um, like they're not they're not men aren't good screamers in fear. No, and ah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I maybe it makes me a misogynist, but I That's think the it's word. more. <laughs> I, I, I I think it it's more interesting to watch a woman being stalked and chased and fall and scream than it is a man because when it's a man, it just makes him look weak. Well, that's the th- yeah. Um, I think that. Um, women can show emotions better than men and so the audience can empathise with what's happening whereas mm. Um, mm. like I, I don't mind seeing a weak man I, th- I think I'd like to um, but I think that a lot of times in horror men are um, their characters are more the fight versus flight response and so they'll be I don't there's rarely a guy that isn't macho trying to get you know fight the killer Well, like a guy wouldn't say, "What was that noise? Let's go!" You know. <laughs> I, I've always been a big fan of the Scream Queen or the Final Girl character, because uh, I and I suppose I've said this before, but I I always appreciated the female character who starts off innocent enough, but you can see that she is strong-willed and after being put through the ringer she realizes her strength Mm. and that she can fight back and overcome um and i like that it's 
the female character um, <laughs> for the most part who tends to be the survivor. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. Um, it's good to see that that vulnerability fight back and make their way through um, their, their hardships. You know, it's interesting. I mean, <laughs> even in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, when they attempted to have their the first male Scream Queen, um, oh God, um, what's her name? Uh, Lisa yeah. was stronger than he was. Yeah. So, and she ends up killing Freddy. Yes. She was the one who was saying, you fight him. And he was saying, I can't. <laughs> you have to relax into it. Don't fight yes. us. Well, he was already inside, so. Yeah, yeah. The hard part was done. With... You know, the worst, the hardest part was over. Yeah. You got to that second sphincter. Mm, mm -hmm. He hit that spot. Yeah. It's like bursting out of his stomach. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> there are too much, too many of these blather scenes. I mean, yeah. it's supposed to be a, a slasher movie, and it's just too much talka talka talka. I guess it's a very British slasher movie, then you know. Yeah, and British slashers, especially at this time, were incredibly few and far between. Yeah. Um, especially because of the Video Nasties era. And yeah. I don't know if this actually even was a Video Nasty. Because um, it would be a case of wife and drive, like if your own government isn't even going to let it be seen. Well, when they started it, it was 82. Yeah. Um. So, but when it was actually finished, it was 84. And when it came out, it was 84. And that's when the video nasties started. Yeah. So. Just in time um, for that. <laughs> just in time for the video nasties craze. There's a lot of overdubbing, too, in this movie. <laughs> um. And I find if this was a movie made today, these actors would be much younger. Uh, Probably. They're very stuffy yeah. old men. <laughs> yes. And that doesn't, they, that really, eh. It doesn't lend to a, because generally I find horror is more aimed at teens and I wouldn't imagine yeah. teens watching this. <laughs> no. But I guess maybe that's, I don't know if that could be a reason why it wasn't, on the video nasty list if it wasn't on there because it's not for a young audience. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think it was. <laughs> uh, for, for somebody whose father has just been murdered, she seems to be doing all right. <laughs> That's a. Uh, I was just saying that we've been watching 
another um, OxyContin <laughs> um, miniseries. But, oh, um, good. Well, and uh, but it's it's from a few years earlier with Michael Keaton, and um, it, it's I think a superior version. But uh, it's a mini series, yeah, called Dope Stick. Um, one wow. of the one of, I remember he did that movie clean and sober. Do you remember oh, that movie? No, no. But yeah, anyway, uh, when a, a girl dies and uh, her doctor calls her mother, like on the same day, and it's like, oh, where's your daughter? And the mother's almost like straight away, oh. She's not coming. She's with God now. <laughs> it's <almost> like, oh, <laughs> she she didn't sound too hung up about it. This guy, Sometimes. who I'm gonna, mm. if you don't mind me spoiling it, this guy mm. who who is the killer, he does remind me of Bob Shay. <laughs> mm. Like it could just be the hair, but also everybody. Rem- <laughs> I swear, guys, every episode, this person reminds me of this person. <laughs> It's how I relate. It's how I learn. <laughs> there had to be some rewriting of certain scenes that and did end up being in the movie. Yeah. Because of the new character who was introduced. Um, who was the new character? The guy Alan something. I don't remember his character. Oh, okay. Then you usually print this shit out. What's the problem? I had a rough week. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> this was a good effect. Although his death wasn't very convincing. No. I mean, well, come on. <laughs> He just sort of settled down as opposed to someone who just got you, who just ate a bullet. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Giles. Giles. Yeah. That's such a British name. Yeah. But very butlery. This music's going all like shining, like yeah. It's a hodgepodge of music. Like earlier, it was um kind of um, uh, eighties synth. Well, we have the disco Mm. as well. Don't forget that. I guess when they finished this up in nineteen eighty four, they hadn't gotten the memo that disco was (laughs) dead. Yes, disco sucks. And now this music. Mmm. Sounds like a sitcom. Oh, the, although this is, yeah, it was <laughs> locally. Like, leave it to be. Mm hmm. I am. Um, was looking at this movie because I was confusing it with another one that we had spoken about uh, and I was like is this the one that Fiona Apple's dad did <laughs> but uh, that was uh, no that's Christmas, Christmas Evil. Evil yeah <laughs> and I still can't remember if it if he was her dad or uh, I don't know if it was the dad and I think it was the producer uh, I did look it up and I, I, I don't actually remember <laughs> so it could have been the dad or not <laughs> No, I don't think he is. Hey, where'd you spring 
Like, I do, yeah, I do reckon it was the producer. I do <laughs> like the wardrobe uh, of this movie. Oh, you uh, do? Yes. Oh, we're back to For discussing 80s, the fashions. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's all, everyone's fairly classy in how they're dressed. Hmm. <laughs> Her father was killed at the Christmas party. Mm. Stabbed in the back yeah. of the head, eh? Uh huh. And apparently he was able to make it out of there without being seen. Yeah. Maybe he was a good yeah. javelin thrower. He did it from a distance. It's, it's possible. Yeah. But not really. Well, from a distance, the world looks blue and green. Shut up. <laughs> I hear a certain somebody trying to get your attention. Well, at least they're not tearing up <laughs> the cardboard box Your anymore. underwear? Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he'll be right. I'll take him for a walk later. Now, when you used to drink beer, did you have it in a glass or from the bottle? Um, I used to, um, used to be in a, well, when I would go out, it would be in a glass. Oh, okay. Well, it was a tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like some good head. Now, is this Caroline? No, Caroline is in the, um... In the club, she's the singer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel a bit embarrassed with this model. <laughs> well, uh, I think everybody did when they watched this particular scene. Like, I could imagine Madonna getting away with it, like wearing that in the sex book. Maybe not with the cape, but, um, and serving that. But yeah, here she looks quite, um, like she's modelling the same way she would in regular class. <laughs> It'll make your nip nip stand out. What a line. It'll make your nip nip stand out. Mm. That sounds so British. Your nip nips. Your cut glass. Why does everybody seem so stupid in this movie? A little bit sleazy. Even the people who are supposed to be smart are... Or they're either stupid <laughs> or sleazy. Well, it, it feels like the storylines don't connect. No, well... <laughs> It's basically two different movies. Yeah, it, this is like the B-plot that has nothing to do with the other, you know, it's just... We'll have the and by the way, this. when the girl behind the screen was running over, running down her, her list of prices, I was immediately reminded of your <laughs> monologue from Nuts. You gave away where it was from. <laughs> Not that people are well, guessing. <laughs> 
No, I don't think. Well, I don't even. I don't think anybody. I think you're the only person who actually sat through that movie. <laughs> Certainly. No, no, people... I I have written it up as a guess on my Facebook, and a few people go, "Oh, <laughs> I get a few responses." Yeah. Well. Certainly, people who don't listen to this podcast faithfully don't watch Barbara Streisand movies. <laughs> well, Eli Roth was in one of them. I think this music is so cheesy. Yeah. And it sounds very like... Um, <laughs> it sounds like... Um, Oh, what was that soap opera? Um, like Days of Our Lives. Mm. No, the vampire one. Um, Passions? No. The vampire one. Oh, no, no. They made oh. the movie with Johnny Depp. Um, what other, it, the music was very revelatory. Like stuff that you'd... Like, you know, with a killer showing a knife or something. It didn't seem to suit the scene that it was in. Yes, it wasn't like, you know, supposed to be... And then he said this. Dun-dun! Yeah, yeah. And then he went here. Dun-dun! So a Johnny Depp um, uh, soap opera. No, it was a soap opera that they made into a movie with Johnny Depp. Dark, uh, dark fucking... Shadows. Dark Shadows, yeah. yes. I didn't realise that was the soap opera. I thought it was just like a, like a show. <laughs> no, it was a super opera. That was supernatural. Hmm. Mm. My father used to actually watch that. Show. Did you used to watch that one? That was a soap opera. I think in the nineties. That was like had witches and a midget, or like a little person. And oh, uh, I think I think it was passions, but I could be wrong. Days of Our Lives. No, no, that that had a possession. <laughs> Sunset Beach. No. I don't. I told you. I don't. I didn't really watch soap operas. I just watched the ones the, that my mom did. The one with the buff guy that would go topless. With Frank Grillo. Yes, because he was always walking around without a shirt on, and that made me very, very happy. I was. I'd- <laughs> I was. It was the days when gay porn was pretty much non-existent yes. for Brandon, and so. Oh. I, I did like think his noise. mask effective. I, I did like it. You did, do you? Yeah, so it was good enough to conceal who it was, if you had to really guess. I really didn't care for that. Um, um, identifier where his he smiled with his eyes. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that was like what? yeah, that reminded me because of they like, had um, to figure out some way for the for the women to identify him. Yeah, yeah, he said no little bitch could ever make me come. Um, oh my god! No, it reminded me there was like a, a British um, se- uh, God, like a Saturday Night Live type of thing. Um, where they'd have different sketches. A sketch show, that's what it was. And um, this woman had to um, describe her assailant to the police officer, and, she, and he was like, what was it? What, tell me, describe his eyes. And she's like, vibrant. <laughs> like, just giving... <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, uh, uh, you know, descriptive words. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to stuff you could draw, it was... <laughs> 
Now, um, don't ask me which one, because I couldn't tell you. But one of the actresses in this was on Are You Being Served? Okay. The first, the first season. And she got fired because they found out that she had done porn previously. The, I don't remember. Did you ever watch that show? Not really. I do know parts of it, but I never watched it like from end to end. Well, you know, like the main guy who had the big space in his teeth. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't, don't ask me to, to clarify because I, I don't know. And I didn't ask questions, but, uh, the girl I, uh, lost my virginity to had a, had an obsession with him and therefore she used to watch are you being served all the time and um are you being served here came on pbs who i don't know if you know about pbs but they're always asking for money yes um but they were doing a thing he was hosting a telethon the very gay one mr peacock yeah i think so, um, but yeah, it was like if you donated a certain amount of money, he would thank you on air and say your name. <laughs> so I don't know how much it was. So she, but she donated that much, and um, she uh, recorded it onto a VHS. Him oh, that's saying cute. her name. Yeah, that could easily be done now with AI. Me. She played it for me over the phone. So she had a thing for gay men, did she? Apparently. <laughs> she had a puss for gay men. No, I'd often... And now we're in reggae territory. <laughs> yes. Though her, um... Yeah, her wearing headphones all the time it does seem a bit, um... What's this about? Mm. That's just to attract, get the, you know, they have to really work for attention. Yeah, that's, that's her, the one from Kelly Baker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't, I don't hear a, uh, an American in the store. I, yeah. Yeah, I think she... Well, she doesn't sound, um, you know, uh, like she's uh, putting it on. No, uh, and she doesn't sound like a born and bred Brit. Um, it, it does sound like she has just been living there too long. Where she's kind of adopted the accent, yeah. Um, much like people used to say about a certain somebody. Ah, oh, yes. Um, I will say that which I never agreed with. <laughs> when I did watch it, I did wonder if she was kind of Aussie, uh, which I sometimes get that when there's a mix of uh, British and American, like yeah. Well. That's the uh, the South African accent. You get a mix of 
Brit and Aussie, and it comes no, out into the, a... the South African's got a mix of Dutch to it. That's what makes no. it special. Yeah, they've got their... That's what the... The bush Not to me. The ones I used to talk to on uh, the Amazon accessibility line sounded lovely. It's, um... Oh, my God. I don't think anybody should eroticize sitting on Santa Claus's Yeah, life. no, That's especially... Well, I felt wrong. like, oh, you should have said the kids sitting on this thing. Um, yeah, so you park, you park the car in the car park. Yeah, that... <laughs> I was trying to do my oh South my African God. accent. <laughs> that sounded like a seizure. <laughs> That's my go-to line to try and pick it up. Oh, no. <laughs> Got a very weird scream. I wasn't sure if that was like an effect on her scream or if she'd hit an alarm. I was like, it did sound like an alarm more than a scream. But <laughs> Maybe it happens when someone splashes the window. Maybe. It's like you've had enough fun, get out. Mm. <sighs> yeah, this story has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> No. Aside from her being a victim, you know, the daughter of a victim. I can't imagine, though, being, you know, fucking that hard up for some sort of action where you talk to a woman through a screen and then, like, fucking ejaculate on the glass. Well, that was a thing. Yeah, unfortunately, it was. And, I mean, I would respect somebody more if they just paid to have sex with a prostitute. Because when you... <laughs> could you imagine how pathetic those men would look to the girls on the other side of the glass? <laughs> that um, would be one sad state of affairs. And they were probably all married men, so you would see their wedding band glistening. Mm-hmm. As, as they're stroking off. Hands moved fervently. <sighs> um, I think it might just be a case of them liking to talk to someone and feel like they're floating and being receptive and that gets them yeah, hard. Yeah, that's a happy ending. Yeah. Um, like it's probably more an extension of phone sex than and an retraction of prostitution. Did you ever... Um, do chat roulette? No. Or video? Is it chat roulette or video roulette? I think it was video roulette. I feel like I remember the ads for it. Um. Well, they did. They talked about it on South Park. I remember. Um, it was like they would connect you to people's webcams randomly. Yeah. And you were supposed to just like you know. Make a friend, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But eight, probably eight times out of ten, you would just see a close-up of a dick. <laughs> um, and the rest of the time, it would be people waiting to be, just sitting at their laptop, waiting to be connected to somebody else so they could say something smart. Yeah, yeah. Or obnoxious, and then skip to the next person yeah yeah i remember once 
Oh God, this was so. This was really sad for them. But I was just going through person to person to person because I knew exactly what I was going to find. But um, I I landed on this. Oh God, it was like a party of at least ten or twelve people, and. They were just sitting, staring at the laptop, waiting to be connected to somebody else. <laughs> and they had something that they had all like planned and rehearsed to oh, scream yeah. at the person on the other end. And um, yeah, as soon as I landed on them and I saw what I saw and they started, I just immediately went to the next person. Yeah, yeah. Because they all look so joyous and drunk and like, ah, we're going to zing you. <laughs> yep, yep. And I was just like, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not today, Satan. Not today. Speaking of not today, there was a... I, 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 just, got, I just got tired of going to person to person and I just <laughs> found somebody and stopped. Yeah, yeah. And it was a guy jerking off. And... <laughs> Did, was I he gave looking him, for I a just, guy or a woman? He was looking for a guy okay. because I gave him a thumbs up and he gave me an LOL and kept going. Yeah. And then he and he said, show me yours. And I just shook my head <laughs> and he said, why? And I said, I'm shy. And that was it. He went yeah, to the yeah. next person. So you couldn't go back. You're like, no. No, it wasn't that nice anyway. I was, yeah, yeah. you know. You're that being pleasant. Yeah, I was being nice. It was. It was. It was. How very unlike you. Mm. Yeah. Was it Christmas? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, it's, it's Christmas, so I have to be nice, or at least passably so. Yeah, you don't want another lump of coal. No. They actually filmed the um, outside scenes during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, during December in 82. Well, everyone's dressed for They got all the decorations for, yeah. for free. And probably yeah. the carolers. Well, that makes sense. And especially considering it took like two years to make, you might as well film it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Kind of confused. What Not they confused, found but I just found it like in this movie. To, I don't. I don't know what they. What they found in this movie to be so. I don't know. Exceptional that they thought that it was a movie that was worth saving to invest more money into it to hire. <laughs> more directors and more actors and get the script revised and get the movie recut um i don't know maybe they had like a, a funding that contractually required you know like pay for play type of stuff <laughs> mm -hmm. actually i was reading up about i don't know why but i was reading up about basic instinct 2 and um okay. evidently sharon was pay for play or whatever the term is, where you get paid even if the movie's not made. And so, mm. like, and, um, like, she 
sued. Oh, the that's company. like a holding deal. Yeah, but she ended up suing the company because they went past their due date, and she was saying how like she lost opportunities for work because she was waiting for this movie that never happened. And then it ended up happening. <laughs> did it say? Did it say that? Um, Paul Verhoeven and Joe Estras were originally going to do it? I don't remember. I did see that the director didn't really like her, I reckon. And I don't think she liked mm. him. Or, like, she was very deaverish. It's not a very good idea to be a diva on a really bad movie. <laughs> This woman, like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> going out for a hug. Santa. Mm. Now the music changed again. Mm-hmm. It's like they had fucking yeah. four directors, six screenwriters, 18 composers. What the fuck is going on? Each director brought their own musician. That's what it was. Like, no, nah, I'll sign off. Now this I sounds like remember. noir or something. Yeah. Maybe they None got... of the music matches. <laughs> it's so weird. It's kind of like Bad Boy Bubby, where they had a different cinematographer for each scene. You told me that story at least eight times. <laughs> but I'm still not impressed. Well, and now we have the uh, Bernard Herman. Yeah, bringing out the violins. It's um, Igmar Bergman. Oh. Now is Dick Randall related to Doctor Rod Randall? Yes, yes, he is. Actually, it's pronounced Rad Rondel. <laughs> Um, he, he came out quite fun after the decapitation. Yeah, for somebody who didn't have any lips or any vocal cords, or a head. <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult to write for someone who doesn't have a head. <laughs> they kept it on ice. They put it back in the 24-hour operation. Oh, but well, no ac- no accents. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And co- or comas. Because mm. actors don't like to play coma. They feel it limits their they range. They feel it limits the range. Yeah. All you can do is drool. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you're Uma Thurman, get raped. Ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, with some Vaseline will get it in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I tell you, I'm I'm pretty sure I did, but because Quentin Tarantino is so obsessed with Patrick, he wanted her to have her eyes bug out the entire time. Yeah, she was in a coma, and she did. And she, she was like, "No, yeah, that wouldn't work. That's that that's not." Well, she was like, "People who are in comas don't have their eyes bug out like that." And he was like, "I don't care. Patrick did it. I mm-hmm. want it." And she was like, "No." Mm-mm. Um, no, but she did spit on someone, which was a Patrick thing. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how he communicated. It was one p- for yes and p- p- for no. 
And then he got to the typewriter. Patchwork is actually a pretty good movie. We should do that sometime. Okay. I still have yet to watch the remake. There's a, also a uh, unofficial Italian sequel. I know. Um, it's like Patrick. Patrick is risen or has risen or something like that. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot of full frontal. Well, it's to do with his heart on. That's why it's Patrick is risen. Mm. And he doesn't. Well, he doesn't spit. <laughs> no, he does other things to communicate. But the nurse jerked. The nurse jerked him off. In the original. Okay. Good for her. Or him. Him, you mean. Yeah. Yeah, she took a liking to Patrick. Oh, no, I was saying maybe the nurse was a him. No, it was a woman, yeah. unfortunately. Oh. Maybe the nurse could have done one of those prostate simulations. Like in Road Trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> it's a, it, it's Robert, uh, Sean William Scott. Yes. Of course I remember that scene. Yes. And then he gets into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I always remember that By the ending. end, he wanted three yeah, fingers. Like a... <laughs> um, in, on um, Howard Stern, um, his uh, co-host Robin, she was a a nurse for a while and uh, she worked in uh, a retirement home um, tending to a lot of uh, disabled men. I believe it was because uh, she was she was um, she was in air in the Air Force she was uh, a nurse for, in the Air Force and I believe it was like uh, wounded veterans uh, she was taken care of mm-hmm. and you know a lot of them were bedridden so she had to give them sponge baths and it would always be you know while you're here would you mind and she'd be like no just a little just give it a little tug no just touch it no God. <laughs> while your mouth's in that shape she broke a lot of hearts that one Ah. Oh. There were a lot of sad old men. Yeah. Who couldn't even get a tug. No. Evidently, um, I read or I heard somewhere that uh, someone was asking about human evolution and why it sort of has plateaued at where we're at. And uh, Assangeus was saying that um, it could be it to do with the fact that uh, older men aren't reproducing. Because uh, evidently, as men age their sperm sort of mutates <laughs> mm-hmm. which makes me wonder about you know well, those those old fat those rich guys who well Al Pacino and... just had a baby yeah so that, that's what I was thinking about <laughs> and so did Robert De Niro <laughs> what their what their child's going to come out like <laughs> if they're the like future of humanity or human evolution well I think um, Eddie Murphy is going to be reproducing until his dying day. Does, isn't uh, Mariah Carey's ex got like 10 kids? Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon. That's the... <laughs> Nick Cannon, yeah. Uh, which, with that, with that type of stuff, I always wonder if like they're going to be creating 
accidental inbreeding <laughs> like, down the line. I know. I thought of that too. This is going to turn into another Alice's birthday. Well, there's not much of this movie to talk about. It's no, a, it's really a bit not. of a shit show. Um, but not in, in saying that, I, I did enjoy watching it. Uh, like, I could get through it. Um, I'd struggle for a third time. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Oh, God. that Those knives always reminded me of my sister. Because... Um, She's got huge toenails. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. She's got a huge oh clit. Um, yeah, so like, whenever I'd see her feet, I'd just remind you of those, you know, assassins with the knife in their boot. <laughs> what is going on with her talons? <laughs> yeah. Why does she have huge toenails? What I think they that? just grow quickly, because she, she does cut them. <laughs> like, it's like as if she lets them grow to the point of like... Curling. Listen to this fucking loser playing recorder. No, it's a flute. It sounds like a recorder. Uh, and it sounds like a fifth grader who had just learned to play the damn thing. Yeah. It's not very good. No. That flute was Stephen his. He just took from the stand. Busking. Where the hell's Caroline? Uh, she is the best part of him. Like, she's actually part of that storyline as opposed to this, which is nothing. Hmm. And even Caroline? even like the ending is um, subpar. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't it's, grab the, it's you. not really a twister, and I don't know. I just doesn't found really it like get you around the shaft. No, it wasn't done well. Squeeze. No, it doesn't stimulate the balls. No. Mm-mm. Doesn't tickle the taint. She's still in that t-shirt with titty <laughs> written on it. Mm. Now, as I understand it, you were in your booth with a customer. Booth. Yes. You were in your booth. Boudoir. <sighs> yeah. Look at me. I'm kinky and I'm in the boudoir. Mm. It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, and you really sound like you endured. You did? That is the stupidest bit of dialogue. You see, he was wearing a he, mask. She, she just said she saw him. And then she said, well, no. He was wearing a mask, so he covered everything up. So you didn't see him. Well, it, it was a clear mask. Mm. <laughs> so he didn't cover everything up is what you're trying to say well, you remember what those <laughs> well during COVID they had like people trying to not wear masks and they were wearing like face shields that would like fog up as you're talking <laughs> so, <laughs> no they were like welders masks but 
which is clear. Oh my god. Sometimes in my YouTube feed, I'll come across the fucking... I, the, uh, COVID is what created the Karen. Because it was always a Karen who's saying, I'm medically exempt, I don't have to wear a mask. This yeah, is yeah. discrimination. But um, in my YouTube feed... Uh, Pretty regularly, there'll be a, there'll be a video that'll pop up from three years ago of a woman making a big stink at a fucking department store because she's not allowed in because she won't wear a mask. Yeah. And then the police come and it turns into a big to do because all she. <laughs> but that is going to be. Your legacy, you yeah, know, yeah. You being a fucking cunt on the interview for twenty minutes—is that's really, yeah, what you want to leave for the rest of the world to see? They're so bored; they've got to invent things to bitch about. Mm. <laughs> it's an emergency. <laughs> no, no, I was quoting a movie, and I wasn't sure if you get it. <laughs> Well, I didn't even hear what you said. You're so bored, you got to invent things to bitch about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds vaguely familiar. Yes. I'm not, I'm not bored. I'm quite happy. Everyone wants to be me. <laughs> mm. Are you going to tell me my wig is horrible again? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> You snore. Eat your checkers. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do feel that were this. Um, now we've got the given, music. Given another edit on the script, uh, something good might have come out of it. Like I feel that there are some good intentions, but um, yeah. Because cause it was so hodgepodge and put together, it's come out bad. But I will say, in a in a in a bad, it's good enough to watch. Here's your moment. I don't do baths. Uh, I liked your performance better. <laughs> um, although you do get to see his gap, so I do wonder if it's the, if, if if it is the correct actor playing him. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> they had two different. Yeah, there's uh, there's two different ones. British uh, dentistry two different actors. actors. And the, yeah, because the, the director, or I think, yeah, it was the director, or one of them. One of them was trying to fool the audience. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's, it seems this peep show place is out in the middle of nowhere. It's not like um, New York, where it was like. 42nd Street. Yeah. Because she's right, you back know. Back to back to back. Yes. 
if, if New York was as seedy and gritty as it was like during the days of Maniac, I'd actually want to go back. <laughs> Has it become too gentrified for you? Has it? It's Disneyland now. Everybody knows that. Well, I guess when they put in the M&M store, that's when it changed. Like it lost its soul. And plus, they have those people who dress up in the in those costumes. Mm. I don't like that. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you wouldn't like it because if you don't give them money, a lot of them will hit you in the face. Yeah. And it's like the <laughs> it's like the cops can't even find them. It's like who hit you, Elmo? <laughs> well, I, it make me like because I did see some of them, and I kind of felt like. Like, what if I take a photo of the square and I accidentally get one in? Like, am I going to get, you know, hunted down? Yes. Yes. Yes, you will. And pretty much they have the same thing going on, like, in uh, Hollywood. But instead of that, you get people shoving their demo CDs in your face. Mm-mm. And demanding that you buy them. I, 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 did, I bought one in New York and I've never listened to oh, it. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I gave him five bucks. I can't breathe here. I can't breathe. I'll cry. Please let me go, please. <laughs> I can't breathe. This is this is the, uh, the the exact same thing as now you sit in your room and you think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. And you don't slut. come downstairs until you're sorry. Yes. You bitch. You know, that sign spins around by a guy in the basement at a pulley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Getting whipped. Mm-hmm. Like the cake stand in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was talking to anyone. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're all, they're all dressed quite nicely. I do like them. <laughs> Even if their dentistry isn't very good. There's He's a few, there's a few men with gaps. Cognizance. Yes. It's so funny when the frauditors get released on their own recognizance and they have to... <laughs> they have to make a video to let their viewers know that they're out. And it's like, yeah, I was arrested for two hours, and then the judge let me out of my own recognizance. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Now, can I ask a favor? Can I be let go for a minute? (laughs) What did they do? They've got now a banister brush, and I don't want them ripping that apart. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're leaving me alone with this movie. You better hurry the fuck up. I'll be very quick. (laughs) For God's sake. Uh, I mean, last time I could handle the fucking... What was it? Mommy Dearest? Was that the last time? Yeah, I think it was. I read the goddamn book. I could think of something to talk about. How am I supposed to entertain the fucking listeners with a movie I don't even like? 
or know what the hell's going on. Oh my god, they didn't even give her a stage name. I didn't notice that. So it's Caroline Monroe playing Caroline Monroe. How about that? And she wrote the song that she's about to sing. <sighs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're back just in time for Caroline's introduction. Oh, thank god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And her, the guy said to her, Miss Monroe, you're about to go on. So they didn't even give her a name. No. This... It's Caroline Monroe <laughs> as Caroline Monroe. It's like they're doing an Ocean's Eleven. Yes. On our asses. This scene gave me vibes of like, um, cause, just because it came out of nowhere, of um, Teen Witch. <laughs> like with the, mm. with the singing sequences. Well, this was like a... Um, well, her husband uh, did the effects. Okay. And I think she... I'm pretty sure she knew Dick Randall at this time. Um, and uh, it was like... Um, yeah, her husband said, you know, Dick wants to know if you want to come on to do something uh, for the club scene. And she's like, well, what am I going to do? Because I certainly can't dance. And she had written this song. And they put together a band for her. Okay. And so, yeah, she didn't know anybody. Uh, she just, it was just like, you know, she kind of sounds like, um. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. I love her. Uh, she's got glitter in her hair. And I might do that next time I wear a wig. I think you should. Mm. You know, um, did you ever used to watch the show The Young Ones? No. So that was a comedy show in Britain with Rick Mayo, uh, was one of them. Um, oh, I grew up in the United States. Yeah, well, he was drunk different. Um, but evidently, anyway, so it was a comedy show, but they would also have like a segment where they had a musical guest who would sing. And evidently, apparently, um, that was because in the UK, uh, lifestyle shows would get more funding than comedy shows. So they changed the genre of what the show was so that they could get more money for it. Okay. So maybe that was the case with this. <laughs> you know, if they had like a, <laughs> a performer, they could get some more funding. That wasn't a very good <laughs> shot. <laughs> nah. Hello? Well, uh, speaking of uh, music on... UK shows. I don't understand. <laughs> Top of the Pops has been on for like a hundred years. Mm -hmm. And when the studio was built, it was... Um, it wasn't equipped for um, 
you know live music like live music mm, so that's yeah. why everybody always lip syncs yes so but the show like i said the show's been on for 50 fucking years why why don't they f- fix the acoustics <laughs> so people can play live well maybe it's become like part of the uh the signature of the show <laughs> That used to be the thing here on American Bandstand. Everybody used to come on and lip sync. I keep finding this because um, whenever there's a lot of those videos where uh, on YouTube where like people are like, "Yes, yeah, Britney Spears really can sing," live. Um, and they'll like show clips of her singing. In competitions when she was like eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's another clip of her singing the uh, uh, cover of um, "I'll Take You There" by um, whatever the fuck the band's name was, Mountain something Mountain. Okay. And that was from the Mickey Mouse Club, yeah. and they always lip synced on the Mickey Mouse Club. Well, they need to stop saying Britney can sing it and say Britney could sing. Well, that's past tense. Yeah. Well, like, but, 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 live is what I'm saying. Yes. Though I'm saying that I feel that I reckon her next album is going to be far more leaning into the, not spoken word, but where it's less singy. It's where it, like, melodic speaking. I don't know. I'm hoping she will surprise us with something good because it'll probably be eight years by the time her uh, her next one comes out. Yeah. Might even be nine. That'll be a long gap. If she waits till ten, there'll be a lot more fanfare. It'll be like, ooh, Britney Spears' first new album in ten years. I'm surprised she hasn't done any re-releases. Like, you know, like how Alanis does the 25th anniversary. Well, that's all she has. <laughs> that's all she fucking has. Yeah. So every five years, she'll do a re-release of Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. She, Pink, just covered um, You Oughta Know. Yeah, and she was live. at the concert. <laughs> and she came out to sing it with her. That's all she has. Hmm. It's sad when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's or she has that musical yes. with all the songs from Jagged Little Pill. Yes. And in that documentary that she did for uh, HBO a couple of years ago, there was a scene where she was signing vinyl reissues of Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Like uh, next time, it will just be called. You ought to know this was coming every five years. I remember thinking it was dumb when she did the ten-year anniversary because th- it was a she re-recorded the album in acoustic. Yeah, um, and it was an exclusive for Starbucks. Oh, like, that's the Starbucks. stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then the fifteenth anniversary came out. But it was just the regular version yeah. of the album. Yeah. 
And then the 20th anniversary came out, and it was the regular version of the album, album with like some demos and nine album tracks. Mm. And, the and then the 25th the anniversary was when the documentary <laughs> came out. But yeah, uh, Britney could eat, happily do a, um, you know, baby one more time again. <laughs> a baby one more, one, 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 one more. Oops, one more. I did it again, baby. Again, one again. More time. <laughs> Again and again. Oops, I did it again and, and again. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, oops, me once, shame on you. <laughs> or in the, or still in the zone. Mm, mm. My loneliness is still killing me. And then in Stronger, no, she's like, No, no, yeah. haven't you heard Stronger? Yeah. Her loneliness ain't killing her anymore. <laughs> What was that album uh, song off the album? What was the song? Yeah, what album had stronger on it? Oops. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Is that the next album along? Then was then the next album was Britney. With I'm a slave. With what? Sorry. I'm a slave. Ah, uh, I don't for oh. you. Yeah, yeah. And boys. Oh, I hate that fucking song. Um, yeah, that was the one. <laughs> she was sitting down on the cover, and like Marcus asked, "Is she on the yeah, toilet?" She had like <laughs> these, those weird lace-up boots. Yes, they were like ski. I don't know what the hell. She looked homeless. She looked like she was panhandling. Yeah, she looked homeless with like a good haircut. Oh yes, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> she looked homeless, but the hair was good. Yeah, like she had a makeover. <laughs> And this music now. Yes, now we're at a piano recital. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone's piano recital. Yes, I'm gonna slap her. The early, the early years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> oh my god! The two finger piano recitals. Mm. Yes, any minute she's gonna start doing heart and souls. Yes, chopsticks. Mm-hmm. You haven't told me yours. Yes, it's not very interesting. Now it sounds like she's tuning the damn piano. But music yes, changed again. Yes, this, this music has been consistently through it, so at least there's that. But that kind of sounds like Terminator music or something, like yeah. the, the original Terminator. Yeah, that's true. Or Predator or something. Oh, oh God. Oh, the porter. Mm. We don't have porters here. But do you have Dorman? Yeah. God, his eyes are lit up like Morticia Adams. 
No. Oh no. Her death camp. Well, does she die? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, like I wondered if he was doing like Jack the Ripper vibes. Yeah. No. No. I would have tweaked that line. Inspector Harris, he's expecting a call from me. <laughs> Inspector, expecting. It's too close. I don't like it. Uh, she could have said P.I. Oh my God, she said I expect so again. <laughs> <laughs> she said it again. Oh, we might have a drinking game on mm. our hands here. We, oh, if you did a shot every time the music changed, you would be oh, so God. fucked yeah. up. Different genres. Mm-hmm. Every time <laughs> there's a new character introduced, only to be dispatched of. Yes. Within the same scene. <gasps> he, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't very, you know, unique or clever. No, no. He's not very, not very inventive. Harris? That's crazy. He only took two letters off. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. See, hear that music? That means the tension. It's it's going to get tense. That means things are about to start happening. Mm. And now it's quiet. What the fuck? <laughs> this movie is so misleading. Maybe they had like different editors. Oh, I'm sure they had several. This movie is such a fucking cock tease. You think you're going to get something. <laughs> and then what the fuck? It'd be good, like, it'd be good if, like, um, if they had, um, I'm sure it's done. <gasps> Oh no! Oh! Oh! God! Oh, this is terrible. Um. <laughs> oh, gotta love those English police sirens. I was I was gonna say like over this way we used to have an apprenticeship program where uh, apprentice builders would build a house or build a building and then dismantle it and then that was the course and I think oh, what that, the fuck that would be good for like um you know if they had uh, filmmakers <laughs> if they were given a story <laughs> so like they could have had all these apprentice editors make this movie all the different apprentice uh, composers. <laughs> What was with the what the fuck? Yes, hello. Yes, Powell. Um, with your idea, that was a little out there. No, the building one was correct, but uh, that that actually happened here. But (laughs) the filmmaking one was my own idea. Okay, would you stop rambling on? I'm very enraptured in this movie. And his fedora. Things are very tense. This is quite compelling, you know. Hmm. She's got such a long telephone cable. 
and listen to the music. You know something's about to happen. Or maybe not. Nah. Put a tinsel on there. <laughs> oh my god, the music came back. Maybe something is going to happen. And there's uh. the police sirens. You know something's going to happen if the police are coming. And the sirens are on. Yes. And they're panda cars. I love the dogs. Oh, there they are. Or the bees. Or the dogs with the bees in their mouth. So when they bark, they shoot bees at you? Mmm. That's how Macaulay Culkin died. Mmm. Now, I heard he died when he pushed Michael Jackson into a pool. <laughs> no, his, his uh, uh, ears died. Uh. But there's oh also my a God. possibility. <laughs> there's also a possibility that he was killed by the Richard Simmons robot. Yes, that's true. Um, wasn't there? Um, that thing went haywire. What? Wasn't Macaulay in a in a music clip? I think it was Sonic Youth where he had taken heroin and they were just watching him sort of get into it. I don't know, but that sounds right. Because he was. On heroin for a while. I remember when they were trying to make him happen again. And like when he did the guest shot, guest spot on Will and Grace and he was in that movie with Seth Green. But that sort of led nowhere. Well, he was also, they were also trying to make him happen with um, Saved. Yeah, so I think that was around similar times, yeah. And he was with Mila Kunis and I just feel bad for her. Wasn't he in that movie Celebrity? I think so. The Woody Allen one. Yeah. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio was. Maybe. Um, maybe not. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh. You can hold on to that screen for a while. A little bit. It looks like it's fucking the car. Yeah, yeah. Getting bejounced. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like in Crash. That's that. See, this movie inspired <laughs> Crash. Yes. I also wonder if um, Get Out was inspired by The Simpsons when they went to Itchy and Scratchy Land and they took the picture and it scrambled the circuit to the robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that, but... It could be oh, I thought of that the first yeah. time I watched Get Out. I was like, this is like The Simpsons. I'm calling shenanigans, Jordan mm -hmm. Hill. You're allowed to borrow from The Simpsons. The Simpsons have done so much. Yes, they've done, they've done a lot. For the children. Mm. Children. Children. Future. Future. Okay. Um, next time you do that, you should think of the children. The children are the future. Air pollution <laughs> that you're spewing. Oh, 
Oh, I was listening to... <laughs> I was listening to the, um, to the commentary, and it wasn't by anybody who was involved in the movie. And they were... It was like two historian, film historians, so they knew okay. a lot about a lot. And they knew, like, the careers of everybody who was involved in the movie, so it was like a lot of information... So yeah. I couldn't even keep up with it. It was it was it was too much. But well, there was one moment where it was a guy and it was a an Englishman and a, and an American woman. Um, and I think the woman wrote some books or something. And she was talking about one of the because there's a few uh, porn stars in here. Okay. Um, but. Um, uh, but I guess they did British porn, so maybe it doesn't count. I don't know. I'm surprised uh, but anyway, the historian is um, no, you know. So, <laughs> but she said that, um, she said that, uh, she, I don't know, she wasn't sure she wanted to be an actress or something. And then she, she did some stage production. Well, I think and, you've cut out um, of Then she said... <laughs> She was in a production of Hairspray, and she got um, quite used to being nude, so that was a very easy transition to porn. You don't get it, do you? Oh, no. Well, Brandon's cut oh out of us, God. so maybe he's talking at the same time I'm talking, but... <laughs> oh, this is so dramatic. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Pretty good death sequence on his end. <laughs> and good on her for getting around him. Though, of course, there's going to be the obvious eyes opening scene. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. We lost Tony. This is bad. Oh no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then we find it's all Let's a dream. Or back. something's a dream. God knows what the fuck he's doing. Go to the memory of Ooh, what there was. he is. Open messenger.
No, he's not going to answer the goddamn phone. And I think we're getting Brandon back with us. Hello, are you there? What the fuck? <laughs> you disconnected on us. I didn't do a goddamn thing. I hope you didn't stop the recording. No, no, I was babbling on. <laughs> Talking about the movie. So was I. Oh, God. I can imagine what this episode is going to turn out like. <laughs> uh, this is going to be... <laughs> it's a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> episode to end the year on. God, now you're, sat, you're reminding me of um, uh, Joan Crawford yourself now. This is wonderful. <laughs> Shut up. Um... Although we started the year badly, we can end it badly as well, so. Um, it's still there. What, with Bloody <laughs> Birthday? No, our very first episode had a fuck up. And we had to start it all over again. Which, what? Sorry, that's Massacre 2. Oh, no, no, our, our 200th, that's what it was. Um, oh my god, that wasn't even that long ago. No, no. It was after the 200s, that's what I was thinking. Um, this reminds me of a story that I read. Uh, um, I'll go back to it. But the the fact that he was given a knife as a child, I'm like, oh, is that, was that really a thing? I feel like we're in like a, uh, a Hammer movie now. Yeah. It, which we probably are. We probably are. This is probably stock footage. But I read I read a book years ago, um, and it was written quite a long time ago. It was uh, a psychologist from I reckon the sixties or the seventies was. The book was describing psychopaths without them realizing that it was describing psychopaths. Mm. Um, but he he retold the story and he changed it slightly. Um, so there was a family uh, with two sons, and one of the sons killed himself with a gun, and then. The psychologist was treating the other son, who was quite upset, um, because for his birthday, the parents re-gifted him the same gun. And <gasps> those cheap bitches. Well, and the and um, you know the psychologist was trying to say, "Oh, do you reckon uh, he might have taken it as uh, like a hint, like <laughs> like he already had one son try kill himself, um, who did kill himself? Why would you then?" give such a traumatic thing to the other son. And they were like, no, we don't say that at all. <laughs> oh, that will say, <laughs> I did cackle my head off uh, at the explosion, so. Oh, you did, did That you? was probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> And that weird Santa that would... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> it seems a little out of left field, like everything else in the fucking movie. Yeah. Well, like Patrick and a Cobra, and it blows up in your credits. face. <laughs> yes, it, blow, it blows up in your face. It doesn't even give you time to fucking wipe off. It just and then it just storms out the door. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna blow up in your face and now I'm done with you. Goodbye. I'm not even gonna wipe on the curtains. 
Mm-mm. Oh, Carolyn Monroe as and herself. And I'm not even going to give you a reach around. Uh-uh. No. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Thank, thanks for coming. I'm oh. done. <laughs> well, I can't say that. Uh, I'm done, and that's all that matters. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. You can see yourself out. Mm. Send me the bill for the curtains. <laughs> that was a very short credit sequence, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. See, if only it hadn't been, like, several months since I have corresponded with Mike, I could maybe try to get him to fix (laughs) fix the episode. That's all right. We'll have, like, three minutes of overlapping babble. (laughs) Mm. 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 Is that really the way we want to end the year, though? Is it? Well, we don't have a choice because we're not doing this shit yet. No, no. <laughs> I'd rather get javelined through the back of the head than watch that again. Mm, mm, mm. Twice was enough. Mm, mm. Well, that might be. I'm trying to moment. think of another terrible movie that we did, but I can't. Um. I don't know. I've never not minded a movie that we've done. I don't think there's been any that... Like, there's been a few where I'm huffing and puffing because I can't be bothered anymore. (laughs) Oh. You've mentioned that. Whereas this one, you know, it had... Stuff was going on. Stuff was happening. Things happened. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't become too stale. Mm -hmm. But it was a bit like, what the fuck? More than... But we got a happy ending, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. And now we're covered in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Noel. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh. So, how do you think 2023 went? Do you think it was a good year for the Blind Rage podcast? And do you have hopes for 2024? Tell me. I think we had some good um, milestones. We had some good features. Uh, we've had some movies have some very good responses with listens. So that was a good thing. Um, mm. A bit of a top ten shake-up. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, if I can't remember any highlights, nor can I remember any lowlights. But <laughs> I, I, I do yeah. like it when the... Um, I liked that we had a few themes for the year that... Yeah. Some of them, some of them we didn't do for very long, like the um, serial killer one. But I did like the um, what's I'm call it? Video nasties. Yeah, the video nasties. Yes. And we did a couple of weeks of Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes, yes, that was that was we, uh, jolly good fun. We had a two pump chump. Yeah. For Jennifer, yeah, but I'm sure she's used to those. And then, like, well, she uh, had one in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. And then we had our own personal uh, Jennifer Jason Lee experiences as well. We did. As in, you watched one and I watched one. (laughs) I watched Fast Times and you watched the anniversary party. We did do that, yeah. That happened, yeah. Well, do you have anything you'd like to say to our dedicated, devoted listeners who refuse Uh, to rate, review, or subscribe? Yes. Um, Merry Christmas to all. Uh, Um... Hope it was a lovely oh. year and 
Mitchell, sounds Mitchell wishes to wishes say. to send you his uh, puppy loving as well. Yes, Other than that, oh um, oh, and uh, we did get a uh, written response the other week. I forgot to that say that was what I was talking about. That's what I wanted you to read. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you, um, Persephone. Persephone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to thank. Well, I wanted to read the review on the episode because it was so nice. Yeah. And we rarely, if ever, get reviews, let alone ones that are so nice. So I wanted to give Persephone a nice little spotlight. Yeah, considering uh, you gave like a month to that guy who hatted us. <laughs> yeah, that's fuck face. Um... But I would. I also wanted to apologize to Persephone because, as I said, we don't get reviews, <laughs> at least not very often. So I don't make it a habit of checking them. So I only just recently discovered your lovely, lovely review. And I am so happy that we have made you smile and that you are enjoying the podcast. And I hope... That you'll um, come into, ring in 2024 with us. Yeah. Now... It was a lovely present for the Christmas. It was. It was a lovely present for the Christmas. For the Christmas. <laughs> now, I sound like English if, was my second language, yeah. <laughs> if, um, um, if that fucking James, who abandoned us... What? <laughs> he has not abandoned us. Um, no, we have. There's one episode with him this year that I did. Um, um, it was um, uh, bah, 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 hell high. And if it hadn't been for that one episode with James, you would have been on every single episode. Uh. This year, it would be just you and me. It's a ratio of 51 to 1. Oh, lovely. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Well, I want to I wanna thank you for joining me for this wonderful, lovely endeavor. This glitchy episode of ours. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. it happened towards the end. <laughs> mm. And unfortunately, and, and fortunately, it happened during a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened on Christmas. God damn it! This, see, this, this, this is this is proof right here that God hates me. Um, so yeah, I want to say ho. thank you to everybody. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening and spending 2023. And for those of you who haven't, please, please, um, give us a review. Give us some recommendations. For God's sake, right on the fucking wall. It's so pathetic. You know, other... <laughs> oh, I want to say this. There's a there's a podcast that I listen to, um, and the host says the only real interaction he gets from the listeners is when they send him Instagram messages to let him know that he fucked something up. <laughs> and I, we don't even get that! And I know I fuck up a lot of shit. Don't you worry about that. Um, 
But no, nobody could even be bothered to say, um, Brandon, excuse me, but so-and-so was not in that movie. So-and-so was in this movie, and that movie wasn't released in 1984, excuse me, but it was released in 1987. So you need to check your references, because I'm tired of your shit. So if you could do that, that would be great. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to say so long to 2023. Mm-hmm. Thank and God. And I'll... Yeah, horrible year. Mm. And I'll look forward to seeing you all in 2024. So once again, thank you to Tony for joining me, not only tonight, but for all of the other episodes that we recorded this year, the many, many episodes. And don't worry, everyone, we have more porn coming, so to speak. Um, (laughs) So until 2024, I want to wish you all unpleasant dreams. (laughs) 